Hi, this is Savannah. And this is Brian from the Dorky Diva Show. And you're listening to Star Wars. The best place for below average Star Wars. In a world where people need 80s and 90s movie reviews, two regular Geordies combine forces to bring you the Brother to Brother 80s and 90s movie review podcast. Check them out on Twitter, YouTube, and all decent podcast vendors. Welcome to the Star Wars Show, the best place for below average Star Wars. I am the Jolly Jedi Pete. I'm Jason Hondo Ling. And I'm Kat Rizialka. And we're back with a brand new episode to break down all the comings and goings in the Star Wars galaxy, a galaxy far, far away, all you lovely listeners. I just want to start off by saying that my pass has arrived for Star Wars The Fan Fun Day, which is a Star Wars event taking place in Blackburn at Ewood Park. On the 8th of May, uh, it's a Sunday, and I think tickets are selling out fast, but if you want to go along uh, to the Fan Fun Day, you can go to www.swfd.co.uk. Uh, some of the people who will be going are um, Mark Lewis-Jones from The Last Jedi, Warwick Davis and his family, who obviously, you know, all know about Warwick, you know, he started off playing the Ewoks and he sort of appeared in every Star Wars spin-off since, um, including Solo and Rogue One. Um I particularly love his appearance in The Phantom Menace as one of Watto's friends in the um, pad in the paddock for the pod race. Um, but yeah, a whole, whole host of, of guests there, you know, people who've played Plo Koon, people who've played uh, Imperial Royal Guards, um, Paul Blake who played Greedo is going to be there. Um, so yeah, like I said, I'll pick up my passes because essentially I've got four more because I'm not going to Star Wars Celebration. Um, so I picked up these passes to see what it's all about. Um Excellent. So Starboards will be there, so look out for us and say hello if you do see us there. Um, Kat, how are you doing? I know you've been very, very busy. Let, let us all know what you've been busy doing. Yes, I have been very busy. I have been reviewing Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga for Blocks Magazine. The review is going to be in issue 91 next month. And the new game is absolutely terrific. I've played... Um, I think it's four levels now out of nine uh, Skywalker Saga films. And yeah, fans definitely won't be disappointed because this game really does pack it all in. I've seen all the sort of reviews and the sort of the commotion getting made on release morning. And I decided I might pick it up, I might not. And then I got wind that at Tesco and here in the UK, you could save um, like £8 off the game. So instead of paying 45 I think I got it for 37 Um with the Tesco Club card, which I already have. Uh, so I just made the purchase then. I've played a couple of hours and I've had a chance and I am really enjoying the game. Um, Cut you down for doing a deep dive game review maybe next week? Absolutely. I think I would love to talk about some of the new features that the game does have, including the combos and force abilities, plus all the characters. All There's 
uh, about 400 characters once you download some of the character packs and there's certainly a lot to talk about fantastic jason i know you have the game as well been playing it on pc you've been enjoying it i haven't actually had a chance to play yet so um no I'm, I'm looking forward to having a look at it and seeing how it's going um but um it's one of those things life at the moment is um taking over um but i will be having a look to see what the gameplay is like i've previously played some of the other games with the lego star wars um and obviously my kids love it so i'm sure it's something we'll join in and play together so you've got a download download already and it's primed ready to go hopefully yeah yeah i've just literally got to get myself sorted fantastic it's funny because I, I did a um we did a poll on the star wars twitter account um we asked people uh, which trilogy are they starting with on the Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga game. Um, 78% said the prequel trilogy, 22% said the original, and 0 said the sequel trilogy. Cat obviously didn't put in her bit. I did, actually. I started with The Phantom Menace. Very surprisingly, I know, but I did start oh. with The Phantom Menace. I wanted to pod race. So I started with A New Hope just because... Um, I was sort of torn between that and the, and the, um, well, I was torn between all three eras, but I, I just thought, you know what, let's just start with this one and then, and then I'll see where I go from there. Um, cause I was, end up realizing it'd been five minutes. I hadn't picked one yet. I thought the clock's ticking so I don't have a lot of time to play this game. Um, so yeah, so I ended up, I start with the original trilogy and I'm on a new hope still. And I'm on the Death Star, uh, trying to escape the Death Star is where I'm doing on the game. How many? Um, so have you played all of the chapters of the Skywalker Saga? No, so I've played The Phantom Menace, uh, I've played A New Hope, and I've just um, completed The Last Jedi. Fantastic. Uh, here you've unlocked Shirtless Kylo. I did, you get that for completing um, for completing The Last Jedi. I unlocked uh, Shirtless Kylo Ren and General Hux, so I went in and bought both of those characters. Fantastic, awesome stuff. Okay, well, I think we're ready to dive and talk about some news topic topics. It's been a busy week, um, especially a lot of Star Wars celebration news. Obviously, celebration taking place um, at the end of May, starting on the twenty sixth, um, with some panel news. Obviously, it is Brie and Major formal May that I'm not going. Um, obviously, this is the time of year when they start releasing all the cool stuff that's going to be happening at Star Wars celebration. Um, one of the first panels announced is on May twenty sixth, the Thursday. Um, it's a live action showcase um, where the filmmakers. Uh, plus special guests of the current live-action crop of product, including Obi-Wan Kenobi and or and the Mandalorian, are going to be on stage to talk about sort of what's to come. Um, pretty vague description. Um, even vague, I only think the Mandalorian's got its own panel that we'll talk about later on. Um, what were your thoughts on this panel being announced, uh, Jason, and sort of what are you thinking there'll be some surprises in it? I think it's going to be, I think with Celebration, they'd be missing a trick if they didn't drop a few trailers. Um, I think we'll probably get a teaser for Andor. Um, obviously, we've got to wait for the panel. Uh, the Mandalorian's going to have its own panel. Um, I don't know what will be said about Obi-Wan because that's the day prior to Obi-Wan being released, isn't it? Um so obviously that's got its own panel in itself. 
Um, so, but yeah, um, obviously the one I think everyone will be looking out for with that is going to be Andor. Um, and yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that series actually, especially as I know bits and pieces have been filmed over here in the UK. Um, so yeah, it could be an interesting one. Do you think we'll get some unannounced stuff? Like, are we going to see the, um, you know, the Rogue Squadrons? Is that going to, is Patty Jenkins going to turn up and talk about Rogue Squadrons, do you think? Or we're going to get Taika Waititi turn up and talk about his project? Like, you know, I think, you know, Obi-Wan is due to come out. Andor is due to come out this year. As we said, the man has got its own panel later on. So I think surprises for this panel are going to have to come from left field. Going to have to come from people who haven't been announced yet. Would you agree, Yeah, definitely. Yes. Um... I think with the, with this panel, what we, yeah, I think we definitely might get a trailer for Andor. We may get something like maybe a, a production sizzle reel where they show some of the things also going on behind the scenes. That's quite common at Celebration. Um, considering everything else is more or less in pre-production, I think the only things you might be getting are perhaps announcements for what is to come or perhaps slightly more details um, but at, at the moment, there's a, there's an awful lot in pre-production, so they can't they can't say a lot. So yeah, the vagueness of this panel is is quite intriguing. They're leaving it very open, so I'm wondering if they're perhaps going to decide more or less last minute what it's going to be okay to reveal. Yeah. And then speaking of the Mandalorian, um, I noticed that so the, the the main event panels have been announced for Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, but we've had no main event panel announced for Friday. Um, I think that might possibly be a Kenobi screening. And that's why it hasn't been revealed. Um, so like Thursday's this live action showcase, and Friday hasn't been announced yet. Saturday we've got the Mandalorian panel, which is called Mando Plus, and that's with Dave Filoni and John Favreau, plus special guests, and they're going to be talking about um, what's happened previously in Mandalorian and what's to come. Uh, and I imagine we'll get you know trailers for for the season three that's coming. Um, do you think we'll get a full trailer for this Mandalorian panel? And do you think we'll get it at the Mando panel or do you think they'll reveal it at both the Mando panel and the Thursday live action showcase panel? Uh, I think that we'll probably, they'll hold back a lot of the Mando stuff ready for the, if they're going to put on a whole panel, that's going to be the big reveal for Mando season three. Possibly also, they might be leading into um, details of Ahsoka, um, if they've called it Mando Plus, um, because obviously we know um, there's been a few more bits coming out about Ahsoka, and I think that I think that's started filming now, hasn't it? I'm not sure if it's started filming yet, but I, we've got a story to talk about. Where they've, they've announced a director who's working on the, on the project, so yeah. we'll talk about that after we've got wrapped up the celebration news, but yeah, so we, we know who one of the directors is on, on, the, on the project. Yeah, because I know there's um, a little bit of video for, or a photograph that's been doing the rounds on the internet that I think is pretty much being debunked as a fan film now, um, which was Ahsoka with Darth Maul. Um, I've seen the picture, and to me, it definitely looks like it's more of a fan film than a genuine um, production picture. Yeah, it's, I mean, the, the mall is the exact mall from Solo Star Wars Story. Um, and there's like no lighting crew on the site. And like, yeah, yeah it's it's very like, 
yeah, I think it, I think it is a fun movie. Um, yeah, Kat, what's your thoughts on the Mandalorian Plus panel? Yeah, so I'm not as convinced maybe about getting a trailer because they've only just finished wrapping um, Mandalorian season three, and considering all the VFX that needs to be done, I don't know. I mean, I maybe they can put something small together, but again, I think that might be more like a production sizzle reel, so behind the scenes. Um, I certainly hope that John Favreau and Dave Filoni talk about maybe some of the Mandalorian lore that's starting to come into the Mandalorian and how it's affecting Mando particularly. Um, because I think that's something that really interests the fans. Yeah, the plus side, I also wonder maybe they will might talk about Book of Boba Fett. They did leave it open enough for a second season. Yeah, I think, you know, Book of Boba Fett, we might get a second season. Even if we don't get a second season, I think Boba Fett's story is going to continue into the Mandoverse going forward. Um, so, so I think I think either way, you know, that's, that's the story arc that's going to continue. I think in in this storytelling, um, I think you know, with there being Mando Plus, do we get like cast announcements for maybe Sabine and Ezra? Um, here for Grand Admiral Throne, who you know, this is who they've set it up. If you know, Ahsoka was looking for Grand Admiral Throne, um, and looking for Grand Admiral Throne means also looking for Ezra, and that also means being with Sabine, so all sort of links together. That's what they've set up so far in the Mandoverse. So I wonder if we'll get any announcements on on sort of those characters coming into it. Be very interested to see who they cast as Fawn for live action. So that is Saturday's main event panel, and then on the Sunday we've got the Bad Batch panel, Sunday May twenty ninth. Uh, it's David Collins hosting. Uh, he's got executive producers Brad Rao, who's the supervising director and head writer Jen Corbett. Um, D. Bradley Big, obviously the voice of the Bad Batch, and Michelle Ang, who is the voice of Omega, um, are going to be there to discuss sort of the highlights of season one and what's to come in season two. Um, and I believe Bad Batch has a release date now, doesn't it, Jason? Has it? I haven't seen that. Sorry, did I miss that? I know we were talking about it sort of a few weeks ago, and it was like, oh, it's been yeah. sort of moved off the slate, that's what we'd heard, but um, I'll just pull it up now. Um, I definitely saw somewhere that they've, they've announced um, when it's coming. I think it's June. Right, I okay, that's... I... Which is right where it should be, probably right after Kenobi. Um, yeah, no, that makes sense, and I'm, I'm glad that that is the case, because, as I say, everything I'd heard had been pointing towards next year, and I was a bit disappointed, to tell the truth. Yeah. Um, that'd also tie in with, because obviously Andor's supposed to be coming September time, so that makes sense there. Yeah, so it's lined up exactly where they wanted for the for the quarters, to keep subscribers subscribe to Disney Plus, it's perfect symmetry yeah. of uh, how they want their shows lined up against the Marvel shows, which keep people coming coming back for more. Um, yeah, I can't find the actual release date, but I'm, I'm sure I read June. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was June. I did see that announcement, but the problem was I saw it on April first, and I was really suspicious of it. But if it's still if it's still up, then it must be the release date. Yeah, I just think you wouldn't have a bad batch panel maybe as a main event if it wasn't coming this year. Mm, definitely. Well, any time that bad batch comes along, I'm going to be happy. What are your 
what are you looking forward to hearing about in the Bad Batch panel, Kat? I'm looking. I'm looking forward to hearing where um, Omega's arc is going to go now into season two because Crosshair now has sort of he's turned his back back on the Bad Batch, but you know Omega that ending with her, she's not given up on him, and it's just you know is she going to try and reconcile the family back together because she does see all the clones in the Bad Batch as this sort of found family, dysfunctional, a little bit crazy. And, you know, she she does want Crosshair as part of that. She doesn't see him as a, as a traitor. So, uh, I mean, Omega now, I think, I think they said she's going to be older now in this um, second season. So just be, it'll be interesting to see, you know, she grow more in confidence. What's her relationship sort of going to be like with Hunter? Because that's, He's sort of like this really big protective brother to her. And yeah, I'm just excited to see whether we can sort of get that redemption arc for uh, for Crosshair and whether Omega is going to be a, a huge driving force for that. Jason, are you looking for the Bad Batch, um, the Bad Batch panel? Definitely. As I said, as you know, um, animated Star Wars is bit of um one of my favorites um so yeah i'm definitely looking forward to finding out more about bad batch um i'm interested to see what they're gonna do with the um camino arc now obviously that camino's been destroyed but we know that the empire are carrying on with their cloning activity so it'd be interesting to see where they're going to take that and also how that's possibly going to link into the mandalorian Yeah, definitely, it's going to be very interesting. I think, obviously, you know, with with the introduction of Omega, it's very much ties very much into Boba Fett to the Mandalorian culture, uh, Jango Fett's DNA. It's essentially Boba's sister, um, the Omega to Boba's Alpha. Um, so I think, you know, do they tease here maybe the fact that they meet each other uh, when they were younger or, or not? Um, it'll be very interesting. Um, so I've, as you guys have been talking, I've been trying to look for, like, a release date, so I wonder if that was an April Fool's tweet. Um, so maybe it's, I can't find any confirmation that it is June for, for the series coming out but all I know is if it's got its own panel um, I'm assuming it's this year I think if it's, if it's a headline panel for me I assume it's coming out this year um, it's sort of yeah the only way I can get is the second season set to premiere in 2022 and I think you know, somewhere between, between June and September is probably best um, Head of Andor coming out in the autumn, I'd imagine, which is probably when that's going to come out. And then obviously, we've got Mando season three in the winter going into January. Um, what do you guys think about the obviously, as I've said, you know, May 26th when celebration starts, the Thursday main event panel is the live action showcase. Then Friday, no announcement yet. Then Saturday 28th is the Mandalorian Plus panel. And then on um, Saturday, Sorry, then on Sunday, the 29th is the Bad Batch panel. So that Friday is left open. Um, what's your guess as to what the main event panel could be on the Friday, Jason? I think it's pretty obvious. That, that Friday is going to be Obi-Wan Day. It is, um, you know, they've pushed back the release date for that Friday. And I think it's purely so that they can 
you know they've got everyone they've got a captive audience there at celebration i think it's pretty much certain that the majority of the cast and the team behind obi-wan are going to be there and that you know really it's the perfect launch for that series that everyone's been looking forward to um so i think it's pretty much a no-brainer with that one yeah so i wonder if they'll do like a kenobi panel on the friday morning and then maybe screen the two episodes but even at that point it would have already be available to stream at home yeah i'm not sure how they're gonna do it but there's gonna be you know i think the majority of the people at celebration obviously like you say a lot of people will probably be sat in their hotel rooms watching it first thing in the morning and then heading to the celebration um so yeah it's um i just think it is gonna be quite a massive day for anyone that's at celebration that day yep cut apart from what we've discussed what are you hopeful of hearing about at celebration um, I think I would love if they announced some new Star Wars animated series. I know we have the Bad Batch yeah. right now, which is absolutely amazing, but I'm sort of I'm sort of missing the the animated series. Um, we had Rebels, we had Clone Wars, and now we're just really focusing so much on live action. I would just love a bit more animation, um, and. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really sort of keep up with the panels. Really, I just sort of go onto Twitter and see what people are screaming about and what's been revealed. Um, there's, but... there's one panel I think that I've seen that I think both Cat and I are going to quite enjoy. It's um, if I seem to remember rightly, I think two people that we know are actually going to be doing a Lego panel. Yes. So yeah, that's a great point. Um, a shout out that needs to go to Team Jedi News and my editor from Blocks Magazine, Graham Hancock, who are going to be hosting the Lego Star Wars collecting panel to mark 20 years um, of the release of Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. And they're going to be talking all things uh, Lego, Star Wars, and particularly looking at the vintage Lego that accompanied Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, on that note, I think both Kat and I, um, certainly for myself, sitting down chatting to James several times, and um, I've met Graham, I think it was at the premiere of Rise of Skywalker. Um, the two guys there, and I believe there's another collector that's with them as well. Um, yes, I think the it's Nog Beckett. That's it. Um, and I, I think personally that if you're into your Lego Star Wars, that's going to be unmissable because the wealth of information that will come from those guys is going to be pretty impressive. Fantastic. I'm hoping that we get sort of, like I said, you know, I'm not expecting anything from the pre-production projects, but I would like to hear from people involved creatively. I want to see Paddy Jenkins. I want to hear all she has to say about Rogue Squadrons, where we are with it. I want to see Taika Waititi. I want to hear about where we are with this movie. Doesn't need to give us too much away, but just, just where we're at with it and when we can expect it, more or less, just so we know what these things are going ahead okay. Um, and that, you know, they're not happening anymore, so to speak. Um, is what, is what, I'm, what I'm hoping to hear. And that is, I'm hoping we hear that in the 
May 26th Thursday live action showcase um, panel. Um, speaking of Mando Plus and you know the Mandoverse and other shows coming out, um, it's been announced that um, Peter Ramsey, who co-directed Into the Spider-Verse, the Spider-Man animated movie, um, is going to be directing at least one episode of the Ahsoka series coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, I think that's obviously you know, Into the Spider-Verse I thought was a fantastic film, so I think you know what's it's a great director to go and get. Um, I'm glad we're getting some announcements on this show. Um, as Kat said earlier, you know, sort of it seems like it's possibly shooting already, which you know is probably why they're starting to reveal maybe you know who these directors are for being seen on set is where the stories are coming from. Um, I'm expecting Dave Filoni to direct the pilot, um, and then you know if Pete Ramsey's going episode after that, and then you know maybe there's some other directors thrown in as well. It'll be be revealed soon. Um, Kat, what were your thoughts on this? director announcement um yeah so this is um we're interested to finally get some director announcements i think ahsoka is supposed to start filming end of next month uh, i must admit i have not seen spider-man into the spider-verse quite shockingly um I, i'm getting through the spider-man films getting through them but i have seen rise of guardians which ramsey directed completely and that is my favorite dreamworks film of all time apart from spirit standing in the same one and I think he definitely, as a director, likes to focus on stories that deal a lot with human emotion. So that seems to be a really good fit, I think, for the Star Wars universe. Definitely. Jason, are you happy that we're finally getting some sort of reveals on these upcoming series and we know who's going to be working on these projects, which to me just makes the projects feel even more, you know, real that we're definitely getting them? Well, yeah, because... The... Cat's just revealed something that I didn't realise this was the guy that had done Rise of the Guardians because I absolutely love that as an animated film. Um, I think it is it is just a beautiful film in itself as well. Um, as you say, the the fact that it's got all the human emotion and that's what's going to be needed for the character of Ahsoka. Um, so, yeah, um, I have to admit it's nice to hear more coming about it. Um, because it is one series, um, Ahsoka's one of my favourite characters. Um, and what I've seen of Rosario Dawson so far, although I was upset that obviously Ashley didn't get the chance to play um, Ahsoka, I think the character is in very good hands. And like you say, it's a no-brainer really that um, you know Dave Filoni's going to be all over this series, because... Ahsoka is his baby, you know, that's really, he saw her through the journey in the Clone Wars, brought her into Rebels, and now we get to see the continuation of that journey, so I'm really looking forward to it, and, you know, I'm glad that they're going for some really classy sort of directors if they're going down that sort of route. Definitely. Moving on from that, I think um, obviously we've talked about the Lego game and how how fun me and Kat have found it so far. Obviously, Jason, you're ready to start playing it once you get a chance. You've got it downloaded already. Um, but there's also been quite a lot of Lego sets released lately that we haven't really mentioned. Um, do you want to run us through the best ones, Jason, the ones that you really want to get, the ones you think are the best? Well, as per everything, you know, I just really need Lego to start sending me kits free of charge. Um, but <laughs> on the other side... The, there was, you know, obviously beginning of the year, 
we had quite a few announcements um, for different ones. And over the last couple of weeks, we've had more and more coming through. Obviously, the first ones that um, came available March the 1st, I think, um, yeah, which was the Lego helmets. These ones, really, out of the three that were released, I only really want to purchase one of those, and that's the Mandalorian. Um, the Luke Skywalker one, I'm not overly fussed by the look of it. Um, it's just not one that I think has gone right for the Lego helmets range. Um, and then the Dark Trooper, again, I'm not overly fussed with that one, um, but... I suppose if I had the opportunity, I would purchase it. Um, those three are all readily available now at um, $59.99. Um, but I know, obviously, lots of deals can be found, and those prices vary. Um, obviously, another one that's um, out already at the moment is the Boba Fett's phone, um, phone room. That's a set that I really like the look of. Um I've always, um, years and years ago, I had Jabba's throne room as the um, Hasbro set, or not Hasbro, um, I think it was a Kenner Toys set, um, but sadly, being a child, I wrecked it, um, so I always had that flick open um, trap door, so Boba Fett's throne room is one, I do like the look of that kit, um, but that is a pricey one at $89.99. Um, but again, I'm always on the lookout for a good deal on that one. Another one that came out at about the same time, which was um, a popular one for a lot of people, is the Star Wars Dark Trooper attack set. Um, obviously, a lot of people after the end of Mandalorian wanted to get a Dark Trooper figure. Um, so obviously this set, um, from what I can see, it's a really nice set as well. Almost a diorama um, type set um, and quite reasonably priced. Um, I know it's retails at $24.99. I think recently that's been as cheap as $19.99 on Amazon. So that's one that I'm, I'm looking at possibly getting. Um, and then obviously the announcement came with the diorama collection um which is i think a pretty impressive looking collection um with you've got the death star trench run diorama from a new hope um which is 54.99 that one's probably the one i'm least likely to purchase um because it is it's nothing too exciting um then you've got the dagobah jedi training um diorama which um i've already got the little yoda's hut kit so i'd like it i do like the way it looks and as a display piece i think it's a really nice looking display piece um but at 70 uh, 69.99 not sure if i'd go for that one and then um there's death star trash compactor diorama which does look a lot of fun and which has got um, some rather unique um, looking um, new prints for the R2-D2 and 3PO, which apparently are going to be unique to those set to that set. So that's going to put up the price of minifigures, which we know they try to avoid. 
Um, but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with that one. I know obviously in America, the Death Star trash compactor sets are Walmart exclusive, um, but I know it is available at lego.com. And then the most recent announcement, which I'm quite excited about, is the Republic fighter tank. It looks like quite, that's due out, I think, the 26th of April. Um, it's a for me. It's a nice looking kit. I like anything Clone Wars related anyway. Um, and it's got a new print for Mace Windu, which looks really nice as well. Plus, you get a nice selection of um, clone troopers in it, which to me is always good fun. But yeah, so really, over the last few months, and I know there's more rumored to be coming. Um, in the next couple of weeks as well, or the next few weeks. Um, so I think we've got a lot of Lego Star Wars coming this year. Um, most recently, I've actually managed to purchase the um, Armourers set, and that, to me, that's probably one of my favourite sets now, um, which I've, I'm in the process of putting on display in my new office, so I'm happy with that. What was included in the armor set? Was that the armor with her um, blacksmith's area? Yep. So you've got the armor. You've got obviously um, the Mandalorian in his armor, um, and then you've also got. Um, oh, I know we spoke about this last time. Was it? Did we worked out it was Paz Vizsler, I think, wasn't it? Correct. Um, oh yes, and obviously there's the other kit that is due out that relates to um, the last series of the Book of Boba Fett, um, which is obviously the Mandalorian's new N1 Nabooian 1 Starfighter. Um, that's one that I'm going to be saving up for um, quite a lot. Well, no, so I think it's retaining at fifty four ninety nine. Um, and that's due out on the 1st of June. So that comes quite nicely after my birthday. So I might be able to treat myself. Kat, you've got any, any Lego from the list that Jason just read? Um, the only one I think I would be tempted by is the is the Mandalorians um, and one Starfighter. The rest I'm not particularly fussed on. Um, Lego Star Wars has always been... Uh, a very expensive range due to the license, but with the price hikes uh, by the Lego Group, it's become now it, so most of the sets now are overpriced. So unless you can get good discounts, very few are, val are value for money at their full price. And while I like the dioramas, I just wish the Lego designers wouldn't keep drilling away at the nostalgia of the original trilogy. Why couldn't they have given us like a pod race diorama? Um, just, you know, they, there's so much material from the Star Wars universe, and yet they always go for the original trilogy. And it's just, I mean, it's, it really is sort of rehashing because you can, I mean, the Death Star um, trash compactor is in a, the Death Star sets, and Jacob's Hut was released a few years ago. So it's. The re the re release bug with the Lego Group is a serious thing in the Star Wars uh, in the Star Wars theme. I think some of the sets I've been excited about is um, I'm excited about the Mandalorians and One Starfighter. I think as we all are, 
Um, and then there's also a small set come out um, this year. It's Luke Skywalker versus the Dark Troopers from the end of Mandalorian season two. Yeah, that's that was um, that's the one that I think a lot of people were quite excited by. Um, it wasn't amongst that list, and it's it, it does look a lot of fun because um, I think there's a mechanism so Luke sort of comes through revealed in the doorway. Um, so that's gonna be that's definitely one on my list. It did have an issue with torso printing on the Dark Troopers. The torso printing was the wrong way around. So I think they it had to sort of go back into production to fix that. So I don't know if the current sets available do have it fixed. If you've got one of the ones where it hasn't been, then you've got yourself quite the collectible. Indeed. Everybody check if you've got one of those ones that's the wrong way around. Definitely keep it because, you know, if they've done a product recall, you've probably got a quite a rare item there. Apart from Lego, Jason, have you been purchasing any other Star Wars merchandise lately? Um, no, I've been quite good just recently. I've been eyeing up a few different T-shirts, um, but nothing's come through at the moment. Um, so I'm, there's a few books that are coming out. Um, I think I'll be looking at more like the reference side of books. Um, but at the moment, um, I think... Um, for me, purchasing stuff sort of slowed down um, because obviously um, circumstances are a bit chaotic at the moment. They are indeed, certainly with the increase in the cost of living here in the UK. Um, and we never know when it's going to stop. Um, I did play some pre-orders though because I got very itchy um, with some of the... I mean, believe it or not, from someone who didn't use to collect the vintage collection... Um, I've now pre-ordered um, some of the new the new figures that come out in the vintage collection. Um, so I did pre-order. Where's it gone? I'm trying to find me pre-order now. It's vanished. Don't say it's sold out. I just vanished. Mm. There's one thing I did spot the other day that I I am so tempted by, but I'm resisting it at the moment, and that's trap or wolf's helmet. Oh, is that um, in the Black Series line, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it does look. And uh, being a huge Dave Filoni fan, I've always thought I want to get a um, X-Wing helmet, but the thought of getting the trap or wolf one really does appeal to me at the moment. Yeah, it did, did look good. I think it's got the New Republic logo on as well, isn't it? The New Republic logo, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So the I ordered two from the vintage collection, which is the three three quarter inch figure line. Um, I ordered um, Shea Vizsla, who is from the video game series, I believe, um, from the expanded universe. Um, so yeah, I've pre-ordered her just because she looks awesome. Um, and then I've also pre-ordered a Mandalorian um, commando, but the sorry, the, the super commandos, the captain, but the one in the Darth Maul, red and black with the horns on the helmet. Um, in the three, nice. three well. yeah, so that, that's what I pre ordered. Um, just couldn't resist. I just got very itchy all of a sudden, and before I knew it, I'd placed an order. Um, probably won't see it till next June because that's what it's like in the minute with the stuff coming across the water in boats. Um, there's been big, 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 big delays with stuff coming across. 
but I'm glad we've got those orders in. Um, Kat, have you got any Kylo Ren merchandise on pre-order or anything that you're looking to pick up soon? Um, well, recently I had my um, Leia Yavin 4 Ceremony Black Series figure turn up. So I've put that in my little layer layer corner. Um, I haven't ordered any Kylo Ren figures. There haven't been there haven't been any like since since Rise of Skywalker. So I'm in withdrawal. But I have pre-ordered Star Wars number twenty five by Charles Soule because in that issue there's going to be a Kylo Ren story, uh, and he wrote the Rise of Kylo Ren, which is one of the best Marvel comic series of all time. And I'm super excited for it. So excited that I've also pre-ordered one of the cover variants. I don't even know what the cover variant is, but it is drawn by Will Sliney, and he does he did the artwork for The Rise of Kylo Ren. So I'm hoping it's the Kylo cover. Fingers crossed. Did you see? Um, I haven't pre-ordered it yet, but I'm going to. Um, Star Wars, a Black Series 6-inch um, Sergeant Creel from the comic book. Yes, that is a very cool figure um the one i'm after which i'm gonna to have to pre-order is the stars black series leia based on the comics of leia where she's got her little like poncho hoodie thing that looks a really great figure and the box is gorgeous because it has the comic art on it yeah i think i think the book the comic art looks fantastic but i think that leia sort of a cross between leia and padme in the stylings i think it's done on purpose and i think it's great to see that sort of depicted in a figure um that was sort of got got leia sort of styling herself based on our mother a little bit. I think that's really cool. Um, and there's also a Black Series Infinite Star Fader, which I'm not quite sure the background of that, but it's sort of like a Darth Fader all in white, um, which is also up for pre-order. Uh, it's up for pre-order. Places I've seen it's up for pre-order is Hasbro Pulse, um, which is available in the UK now. Um, if you just Google Hasbro Pulse UK, you'll be able to see all the Black Series and the three three-quarter inch items up for pre-order. Um, and so that's on stock to buy and also store action figures as well. I usually make my purchases from. Um, and that, that's what I've made some pre orders there as well. And I think comics and cocktails have quite a lot of this stuff on pre order as well. Is that right, Jason? Yeah, I believe so. Um, I haven't done a order recently, as I said, because I've been very good. Um, but I know um, comics and cocktails, um, obviously in Forbidden Planet, I think they've um, got a lot of the pre order stuff on as well. Um, so yeah, there's um, there's lots of guys out there that'll get the figures in for you. Definitely, there's also a deluxe uh, Black Series Saw Guerrera coming out, which the figure looks absolutely fantastic. I do hope they throw in some accessories and just as walking stick for that deluxe price point, mind. Um, so we will we will find out. Um, I did get the Boba Fett Return of the Jedi deluxe figure for my birthday off my sister. Um, and again, that so it comes with the jetpack, it comes with the flames for the jetpack, comes with the flames for his flamethrower, comes with the grappling hook, comes with um, his blaster, and then a cut up version of his blaster. Um, so, like, lots of accessories in there for the deluxe price point. Fantastic. Um, so, they just need to keep, you know, adding the value to these deluxe figures, and I don't mind paying the higher price point. But if it's getting to the point where it's just going to be like, you know, someone on a blaster or someone on a walking stick, then like, no Hasbro. I'm, I'm not in it for that. I'm in it for, for paying the deluxe money. Give us the deluxe accessories. And can they do a deluxe Kylo Ren or Ben Solo whilst they're at it? That would be really good. Have you got the um the Ben Solo Kylo Ren from Celebration London? No, I don't have that one. The only <clears throat> the only really sort of fancy one I can think of is I've got 
The Last Jedi throne room Kylo Ren, which comes in a display box. That's the only well, it comes with the floor panel, doesn't it? Yes, that's the one. So you can get a deluxe thro- uh, deluxe Snoke and the deluxe Snoke's seat fits into the floor panel to create the diorama. Yeah, I think, I think they did. I'm not sure. They may have even done a matching ray. I just obviously had the Kylo one. Um because I, I don't dis- I don't think I even do I even have a Snoke figure. I'm not convinced I do because I'm like, why do I want to display Snoke and Palpatine? Yeah. What you could do though, if you buy that, because it's not the normal Snoke. If you buy the look Snoke with the seat, mm. clip it into the floor, and then you can have Kylo Ren sitting on the throne. That would look really cool. That like like look like some of the really cool um concept art they had of it. Mm. Definitely, definitely worth it. Because we are collectors who take the figures out of the box. Release your figures. Let them breathe. <laughs> Do not Sometimes. be afraid to cut that tape. Get them out. Release them. Sometimes. I, I have to admit, <laughs> I'm bad with bad, um, Black Series ones. Most of mine are still in their boxes at the moment. Black Series ones are fine because they're actually really easy to get out of a box and you can put them back in. Super easy. True. The only ones that I never open are obviously the blister pack ones because anything in the vintage series, it's just on the cardboard and I cannot rip the cardboard. Yeah, it does, it does get difficult. Is there any other news right. topics you think we've missed that you just want to cover, guys? Don't no, think anything don't... has dropped. No, obviously, um, there's a lot of um, the Comic Cons are really starting to come off at the moment. I know, obviously, we mentioned the Mega Con, um, which I, I think was fairly successful, just had a few teething problems. Um, after talking to Steve, I think in November I'm going to be heading for Telford. Um, because it sounds like um, that Comic-Con that they had there was absolutely awesome. Um, but I've just, I'm looking through at the moment, trying to work out which ones I'm going to visit this year. Um, I would have liked to have joined you, Pete, up at the um, Fan Fun Day. Um, but for me, it's quite a long trek. <laughs> so at the moment, time and money just doesn't allow it. Um, but I think um, I'd urge everyone, you know, keep an eye out for local Comic Cons and support them because obviously with everyone starting to come out of um, lockdown now, um, as we were, and actually being able to attend the Comic Cons. Um, but I would say be careful and obviously take relative precautions because i know there's been a lot of um instances where people have been ill um and it is still about but obviously we want to start enjoying ourselves indeed i'm excited to go to blackburn because i don't know if you know this but blackburn is where uh, fellow geordie alan shearer won the premier league ah. so yeah so we get to go to ewood park the home where alan shearer won the premier league before he came back home to be a legend um so yeah, very cool. Uh, I'll be heading up there with my friend, good friend Luke. So again, look, check, get yourself looking around for uh, the Joy Jedi Pete and Luke will be about at Star Wars Fun Point at Park. On I take the, it uh, you'll, you'll have your 
you'll have your Star Balls jacket on, I take it, Pete. I think so, yes. I think uh, if not, I'll certainly have a Star Balls cap on, so you'll be able to you'll be able to spot us. We'll, we'll be about come and say hi. Any questions? If you've got any thoughts that you want on the podcast, come let me know as well. We can uh, always record some voice bites and uh, get them get them put on the show. I think that's all news wise. Then I think um, I have started reading the um, Into the Dark by Claudia Gray Cat. So I'm moving along in my journey of the High Republic. Oh, Claudia Gray, she is the godmother of Star Wars literature, but she will rip your heart out. She writes twists, turns, and endings that will leave you needing therapy. That is all I will say about that. So I'm hoping, hoping to read through that pretty quick. And then what's the next main novel I need to read after I've read Light of the Jedi, which I've just finished last week? Okay, so um, after Light of the Jedi, it is The Rising Storm by Kevin Scott. He also breaks your heart um, about a million times over. So, yeah, go into that with plenty of um, stress snacking. Definitely will need chocolate to get through that book. Well, I love chocolate, so that's fine with me. I need to buy that book. I've actually got The Fallen Star, which is the third novel already. Um, I've got a signed copy of that, actually, uh, which I'm pretty pleased about. But I need to get the middle novel still. So I'm going to read, continue reading... Into the Dark by Cordia Gray, and then when I'm nearly finished that, I'll purchase a copy of the next one, and then I'm ready. Already got the phone installed, ready to read next. Um, I take it you're up to date with the um, High Republic cat? Yes. Well, actually, no, not quite. I still need to read Midnight Horizon by Daniel Jose Older, which everybody is raving about. Um, but apart from that, yes, I am caught up and phase one now has completed so it's a a bit of a breather now until the fall when phase two starts I have met a certain character who I'm a bit unsure about I think they could be very sinister at heart which character is that? well he doesn't really show much emotion Um, that's if he is a he Um, doesn't show much emotion he just seems to appear in the background and that is geode Okay, Geode, my man, my rock, he is absolutely not sinister. He is, okay, so yeah, he is a bit rocky and toughy on the outside, but honestly, he is probably the best emotional support in Star Wars, apart from Ember the Charhound. Fantastic. Well, I'm glad you've cleared it up for us. Jason, you read any Star Wars material at the minute? I'm not. It's something um, I've got to get back into. Um, I keep looking at stuff. I've got so many books to go through. Um, but no, I've, I've, I promise the next couple of weeks, um, life's starting to slow down a bit with um, setting up stuff that I'm setting up at the moment. So I might actually get some time to do bits and pieces. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think Star Wars, the world is he- heating up a lot, obviously with Celebration coming. You know, as we've spoken about, you know, they're announcing the panels now, the details of the panels, and it's all very exciting. Um, you know, I definitely wish I was going, but I'm not. Um, anybody's going to Celebration, if they can pick me up one of those Attack of the Clones anniversary caps on the store, I'll be very much appreciated. Obviously, sort you out some money and pay for shipping. Uh, let me know, because I desperately want one of those caps. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a fantastic event, and I think everybody going is going to have a great time. Um, I'm a little bit jealous, but I'm also really happy for everybody going. I think it's going to be fantastic. Um, I'm contemplating putting the weekend off 
at work just so I can watch the live stream. Um, assuming there is a live stream, because I know they haven't announced whether the Star Wars will be back or not um, to host it. But I do hope it is um, Andy and Anthony are back hosting the live stage, because it's always my favourite part of the celebration, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah, fingers, fingers crossed it's live stream, we can watch it, um, which will be really, really good. Um, Kat, any closing thoughts and let the people know where they can find you on social media? Oh, it's been great talking about all things Star Wars news at the moment, and I can't wait to talk really deep dive into Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, because I have so many thoughts about that game. And if you want to see my progress currently on Lego Skywalker Saga, then head over to my Twitter, at KatKyla, where I am posting uh, screenshots from the game, so you can see what's going on, you can see the amazing graphics, and you can see what shirtless Kylo Ren looks like in the game. That's everybody's going there now to see shirtless Kylo. Sex does sell, I'm afraid. Um, Jason, where can the people find you on social media? And any closing thoughts about anything we've discussed today? As per usual, I'm at Hondo Ling. Yes, I remembered it. Um, and yeah, I just um, no real closing thoughts. Obviously, a lot of excitement. Looking forward to celebration. Um, if anyone wants to reach out, please do on Twitter and, you know, um, be good to hear from people um, what they're looking forward to with Star Wars. And in particular, if you've got any con information that you want to let us know about, um, because it's something that I like uh, attending. Um, so anyone who's got any information about the cons, please drop us a shout. Definitely, definitely. Um, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Bores Star. Um, you can follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Star Bores Podcast. You can also follow us on TikTok at Star Bores. Um, if you listen to this podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five star review. That'll be fantastic. Um, if you listen to it on another podcast app, if it has a review system again, please leave us a good review. Um, it helps other people find us and helps us book other guests. Um, Obviously, last week it was great to catch up with Ian, another one of our co-hosts, um, and talk stars with Ian. We've also recorded a um, new Pewdie Belter special um, with Silva, who is a big Star Wars thrifter. She lives over in the Bay Area in California, and essentially she has an awesome Star Wars collection, and every weekend she's sort of out hunting the Star Wars memorabilia at um, sort of thrift stores and markets um, and gets some really good stuff at really good prices, uh, and we're going to talk about that sort of that collection and sort of how she hunts for Star Wars merchandise in that episode, which should be should be coming soon as well, which I think you'll all enjoy. But that's all from me. You can find me um, on Twitter and Instagram at Pete. Um But again, thank you very much for listening. Guys, thank you very much for joining us. And remember, always tell that to Kanja Club. Hello, Star Wars listeners. This is Savannah Odit. You might know me as host of the Dorky Diva Show with my co-host Brian Balance. I am also producer of The Adventures of the Zolan Dart, which is a Star Wars-inspired audio drama that we produced over the last year. If you love stories uh, about smugglers, courage, heroic characters, and maybe a few foes along the way, you should go to thedorkydivashow.com and listen to The Adventures of the Zolan Dart today. Shout! 
We've got your pigs. Were any of the critters harmed? What did you do now? I didn't do anything. I just freaked out for no reason. It was nice doing business with you again. Maybe next time we could deliver something less... Uh, temperamental. <laughs> now, what you call temperamental, I call fun. Hey, is there a place nearby where I can make some repairs? Uh, oh yeah, three clicks south of here, you'll find a small spaceport. Uh, they, they should have what you need, as long as it's nothing too big. Dynamic class? My stars, you don't hear about many of those still being spaceworthy. It's been in my family for a while. She's pretty great. Uh, any chance you have a hovercart we can use to load up? I'll check out the holonet to see if anything new has come up in the sector. My name is Sereth Khan. I am the chief here on Gamai. My people and I have been experiencing food shortages as of late due to unforeseen natural occurrences. We are looking to hire someone. I say we take this one. The pay is great and it's the type of job we're familiar with. Welcome, welcome. You must be Captain Otoa. I've already sent word to Pak to expect you in the next cycle or so. You told him we were coming before we even accepted the job. That's rather presumptuous, isn't it? Uh, perhaps, though, once I received confirmation that you are interested and on your way here, I couldn't help but hope. Fair enough. Well, we'll be back as soon as we can. Well, that's not good. Is that blaster fire I hear? Ah, so you're the one. Captain, it sounds like they want to do this the hard way. I love when they got some fight in them. Oh, this is bad. This is bad. We're about to have a lot of company. I'll see you soon.